Welcome to Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. And this week we are welcoming in our incoming uh, group of uh, XCOM members, executive committee members, who will be taking on uh, the roles of uh, vice chair. And of course, we have uh, our chair elect, 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 uh, Gary Rabo, who we spoke with earlier. And I'm very pleased to be joined by one of our incoming vice chairs, Elizabeth Stolfus from Colorado. Uh, Elizabeth, you have been a fixture with ACEC events and just the organization for a significant amount of time and over 20 years of engagement with ACEC. Um, and now, XCOM. Um, what kind of, well, I guess for, let's kick it off first by, you know, for those who, who have not had the pleasure of working with you or who have not met you yet, uh, tell us a little bit about you, yourself, your, your background, and kind of, you know, how you got engaged with ACEC. Sure. Um, I am a Colorado native, so born and raised in Colorado. I uh, really didn't think I would ever go anywhere outside of Colorado because my parents took us on a lot of family vacations around the state. Yeah. Um, but that caused me to go off to college at Vanderbilt University in Nashville, and I really had the chance to see the world in a whole different way, which caused me to decide to become an engineer. When I came back home um, after my time at Vanderbilt, I started working in designing mostly subdivisions and mm -hmm. found that what I really wanted to connect with was how our communities work together and shifted my focus into transportation. Mm -hmm. I came to get connected with ACEC because I wanted to learn more about the business of consulting engineering and one of my early mentors, Steve Holt, said, well, you have to go to ACEC then. Yeah. And so uh, another mentor took me to a, a committee meeting mm -hmm. and sort of history from there. When I started my own firm in 2003, one of my very first calls was to Marilyn Reamer, the then executive director of Colorado ACEC. And um, since then, I have found more lessons than I could have gotten anywhere about how to run a successful business and how to keep striving for what's next. Yeah, it, it, it's really, you You kind of encapsulated it right there. I mean, the, the value of ACEC, it's that understanding from, from, from not just the engineering perspective, which is, you know, what's our differentiator is the fact that we're focused on the business of engineering and how do you manage and run and grow your business from, from something, uh, you know, from, from start to finish. It's the one thing that's not really taught in a university is how to run a business if you're getting an engineering degree. Um, what do you think has been the most, I guess, effective um, benefit of ACEC membership? in your experience, just given the fact that you've gotten involved with the committees and, and really the structural parts of ACEC, what do you think has been the most beneficial part? Well, I really think the relationships I've built have been the most beneficial part. I have a huge number of people I can reach out to about questions with my business or things that are going on with my employees or challenges that I didn't expect to come up because I've had the opportunity to have deep conversations with quite a number of people doing similar and not so similar things, all in consulting, and that's been incredibly helpful. And most of those relationships have come through work on committees mm -hmm. or in those small groups. You know, it, it's a interesting time, I think, right now for the industry because, you know, we're right in the middle of implement, implementing the, the bipartisan infrastructure law, of course, and we're gonna be looking ahead for already at what comes next after that. Um, and, and, and given that you have such a, a focus on, on, on transportation, you know, where do you see ACEC most, um, being most effective 
in implementation of the BIL and, and kind of working with this new Congress? Well, I think one of the things ACEC does really well is talk about what's good for our whole community, not what's a partisan question or not what is a long-held belief, but what is going to really drive us toward healthy communities and healthy business environments. And so those hard conversations about policymaking are places where ACEC really shines. Yeah. And I think that will be important and super critical in the implementation of BUILD because we need to reinvent how we do transportation so we can stretch our dollars and build safer, healthier, more effective communities that are able to withstand all the changes we're experiencing in the natural environment. You know, with, with a lot of the changes happened with the organization recently, especially with the strategic plan, really kind of setting that direction and the creation of the uh, diversity, you know, inclusion, equity, and belonging committee. You have uh, the, the women leadership group where we're putting a big emphasis on trying to broaden the tent, um, not just of uh, who sits in the C-suite at engineering firms, but also who sits in leadership at the council. Um, you know, we're... Where do you see ACEC? I guess how would you rate where we are now, and where where would you like the organization to go? Well, I think we've come a long way. I think that there have been times in the past of ACEC, like the entire engineering industry, that were maybe not as welcoming as they could be. Mm -hmm. Over the last several years, and particularly with the implementation phase of the strategic plan, I think that ACEC has become a much more welcoming, warm environment. And I think that it's really amazing to be able to see so many examples of women and representatives of lots of groups successful in ACEC. I'd like to see and hear so many different voices than we've heard in the past, and I think it's really compelling. I also think that it will help us to have a competitive advantage when we're trying to seek out those university students that will be the future of our companies because they'll be able to see people who look and sound and feel like them. Mm -hmm. That And you raise a really good point right there, and that's a question of workforce and workforce shortage. Um, you know, our own research, uh, we say it a lot that, you know, 82,000 engineers would be required, additional engineers to require to do all the work that the uh, bipartisan infrastructure law, you know, sets forth for us to do. The question is, where do we get those engineers? And how do we track those engineers from um, universities when they see a lot of different options on the table? Everything from finance, because they like the analytical, you know, mind of engineers, to, of course, Silicon Valley. And it's a question of how do we capture them and bring them in and, and retain that talent within the consulting engineering industry. And, um, the change, I guess, in workforce, I guess, the, the what, what the younger cohort of graduates is going to look for is, is going to be different from what it's been historically. Uh, how do you think ACEC can best position itself to address that challenge of, of having the industry kind of adapt to the demands of, a, of, of this new generation of workers? Well, I think one of the things ACEC can do and has actually been doing quite a bit of is tell our story better. You know, we happen to work in the kind of industry that gets to create the future we all aspire to. We happen to be one of those places where we create through our work safer communities, places that feel good to live, work, play, roam about in. And also, we offer a very strong potential for future endeavors. You know, just because I'm designing a road today doesn't mean I might not be working a lot on corporate finance 10 years from now. And, and being able to offer a dynamic job environment where 
we get to grow and follow our interests as we grow as individuals and over a long career, I think is pretty amazing. And I think the better we tell our story, the more we'll be able to attract others into our environment. And, you know, I can help anyone with an interest become an engineer. They don't all have to start from the same place. Yeah. I guess final question, um, you know, you're going to, as a vice chair, you're going to have a, a, an ability to impact ACEC and, and help move its course um, into the future. You know, looking ahead, what, what are you looking forward to? What's your impact? What, what do you want to be able to say, I was on XCOM and I was able to accomplish this and move ACEC in this direction? You know, what, what do you want to be able to say as your, as, has been your, your, your impact on the organization? Well, I would really like to say at the end of the day that I offered an example to the members of ACEC of a successful small business person. And also I offered an example to the members of ACEC as a, a woman working in the space, a woman from a, a small Western state, a woman who has a lot of different asterisks by her name um, by being a little bit different than um, lots of people in the engineering community. And I'd really love for um, our whole community to be like, well, if she can do that, maybe I can too. Elizabeth, thank you so much for uh, being part of this program. We look forward to working with you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Uh, and again, this has been Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.